This is a Soulfire production. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to talk about human design and uh, some of my recent reflections, experimentation, and uh, business building specifically back to the quad right talk. I know that not everybody listening is quad right in human design, but actually a good number of you are. And even if you're not, I think it's interesting to learn about. And, you know, you could have a few right arrows in your human design chart. And some of this might might resonate. Also, I always just like to learn about different people and give some practical examples of experimentation. I love hearing how people live their design and what that looks like more tangibly in their lives. And as you know, I'm obsessed with human design. It has been one of the most transformational systems I have ever learned. And the more I have leaned into experimenting with living my design, I have just seen everything open up everything feels easier, everything's in alignment, easier to manifest, health improved, relationships improve, all the good stuff. So this is why I'm just really passionate about it. It comes up a lot with with clients, ton with business, a lot with manifestation, a lot with workflow. And this has been really relevant for me recently. I have found that anytime in the last year that I get kind of stuck and I, I tune in, my guides will be like, you need to go look at your chart. Just go look at your chart and live your chart. And I think every time it just makes me realize that it does take a while to (laughs) decondition. And, you know, they say like seven years to really decondition. And I fully believe that. I love learning more about myself. I love experimenting. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know how much I love to experiment. I just love learning more about me and what makes me feel better and what makes things flow more easily in my life. And I think most of us are looking for a more flowing, aligned, easier life, right? Let's not make it harder than it needs to be. One of the biggest mistakes I see people making on a whole foods-based diet is not paying attention to their electrolyte balance. You could be struggling with symptoms like headaches, muscle cramps, fatigue, continuous hunger, even though you're eating enough edema and other symptoms that you might not know the root cause of if your electrolytes are out of balance. Whole food diets are naturally lower in sodium. And if you are low carb, you excrete more sodium in a carb restricted state. A lot of keto flu symptoms are actually the result of electrolyte deficiency. I made that mistake when I was keto for a while and I'm not keto anymore, but even being higher carb on a whole foods based diet, I really need to pay attention to my electrolyte balance. And especially with the amount of energy work I do and the amount of water I drink, I'm burning a lot of light as I'm doing energy work and I am pretty active. You know, I I usually walk over 10,000 steps a day. I exercise and I had all these random symptoms. I was tired. I would get headaches. It just felt not great. And when I started taking Element, my entire life changed. Element is a delicious electrolyte drink mix with no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients or any other junk. Created by Rob Wolf, who I'm sure many of you know, he was one of my original paleo inspirations when I first entered the nutrition space. And he truly created the best electrolyte drink out there. 
It tastes so good. There's no junk in there. And I literally feel like a completely different person. I drink Element every single day. It has been crucial for me in traveling recently from going to Santa Fe, going to Denver. If I didn't take my Element, I think my lips would literally dry off my face. If you're active, if you're a light worker, if you're on a whole food diet, any of those, I can't recommend checking into electrolyte balance enough. An element is a delicious way to do it. So if you want to get your hands on an element sample pack for just the cost of shipping, you can go to drinkelement.com slash CTC. That's spelled D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash CTC. And that will get you an element sample pack with eight packets, two citrus, two raspberry, two orange, and two unflavored. For free, you just pay shipping, which is about $5 for US orders. People ask me all the time what I'm drinking because you see me drinking so many things all day and Element is most of what I drink. So if you want to get your hands on some, drinkelement.com slash CTC, you will not regret it. This quad right thing keeps coming up for me. So I am a 2-4 generator quad right, which means if you look at the human design chart, all of my arrows are facing right. Now, if you are a member in the channel collective, then uh, check out the uh, human design section in the expansion portal because I am starting to go through and make videos around different parts of the chart, the human design chart, so that you can kind of break it apart for yourself, some of these bigger pieces. And I do have a video on, on the arrows. But basically, if you look at a human design chart, there are four arrows around where your head is on the chart and the arrows can be pointing left or right and there are 16 different variations of directions the arrows can be pointing in when the arrow is facing left this is they call it active it's more strategic more active and then right is more receptive more passive like absorbing everything so left more focused right absorbing everything at once. So I was reading more about this. And from what I read, people are saying that we started off as quad right. And then humans started becoming more strategic, like more, more left arrow. And, and then more people were, had more left arrows. And, you know, now we're, now we're a mix. People have a mixture of left right arrows in their chart and then people are saying that we're moving back to being quad quad right again and i feel like a lot of us could feel that in society right if you think left left being more focused more active more masculine energy more taking action more strategic focused and how we have been in more masculine energy as as a society here for for a bit, a little bit too in our masculine energy instead of balance. And now we're stepping much more into our feminine energy. And that is a bit more right arrow-esque, more receptive, less focused, less structured. But it was really interesting because I was listening to some different people talk about this who specialize in human design. And they were saying that I guess there's some big shift in 2027 and maybe people who focus on human design specifically could shed more light on this. But basically people were talking, I was hearing people talk about on 2027, there's going to be some big shift. And basically we're going to see a lot more quad rights coming in. And I thought that was really interesting because, I mean, just from channeling, 2027 is a significant year. And I actually don't know 
I don't know the astrology behind it. So maybe I should look into that and ask one of my astrologer friends around what's happening in 2027. But what I was hearing people say from the human design perspective is that a lot more kids who are coming in are going to be a lot more quad, right? And what's interesting is I've I've heard a lot of people say that just in the human design space as I've been, you know, learning more. I've heard people say that quad the quad right type is almost like another it's like almost like another type on its own, which being quad right, I totally, I totally feel. And it's been really interesting for me to navigate (laughs) my business and my life, really trying to lean into that. But the more I've learned about quad rights and, and suggestions for leaning into that, the more my entire life makes (laughs) sense. And somebody had sent in a question in the forum around starting a business as opposed to adjusting an already stable one one year quad right and i feel like this is this is really interesting to talk about and a lot of the same things will apply i know i talked in an earlier episode around some quad right stuff but i think i'm kind of at a different place with exploring it and i went back to that same link i posted it in in the forum as well i can post it again but somebody had just written a list of notes from Raw's talk on quad right and everything just resonated so deeply. And I reread that this morning as I was sorting through some things and I was like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense on deeper and deeper levels. And for me, you know, I'm a sacred responder. My not self theme is frustration. And that is such a powerful piece of information for me to know so whatever your not self theme is, I highly recommend looking into it and just knowing that because whenever I'm frustrated, I know something is out of alignment. And I'm at this phase with my business where I'm expanding out into different directions. We have the book coming out, there are products coming out, and there are more team members joining. There's more stuff to manage. There's just, there's more going on. And I have found myself really frustrated in this process. And it honestly wasn't until the last like 48 hours that I really realized what was going on. And I had to take a step back and be like, why am I just frustrated with, why am I just frustrated with all of this? And I was having different conversations with different colleagues and consultants and friends. And I just felt so frustrated. And (laughs) I realized, I realized why. And there are two main reasons why. So the first reason as a quad, right, I'm actually just going to read some of these points that this this person's name is Alexa Allen, her website. It's alexaallen.com slash quad hyphen facts. So <laughs> I'm just going to read some of these that she said, right? Okay. So the first is everything about the quad rights existence is about what will be drawn from their deep well. Remember, they absorb and take in everything. So every moment of their existence, they're filling that well up to an unimaginable depth. They can't access the well by themselves. If they put pressure on their brain, if they try to be strategic, if they try to define their life by what they do instead of what they live, they will be in trouble. The quality of their conversations is being determined by the other. The level, seriousness, or humor is being determined by the other. People will take the same again and again. The quad will start to see that different people pull different stuff from them, but always the same stuff. Their whole life is about finding ways to release their awareness. They need to find ways in which they can put their awareness out. Quad rights have to think about who's tapping in and pulling from them. 
Every person that takes from them defines them. There is no place within their cognitive architecture that allows them to control their life. They just can't. Their strategy and authority is the only thing that will align them to the flow that's correct for them and to the beings that are correct for them. If the fool pulls from them, they will be foolish and they'll think it's them. It's not. It's just the other pulling. They have everything in them. It's so important to have some kind of way to get your awareness out. It's the people around them that draw out their awareness. That's how the quad right gets to see it. Okay, so, (laughs) well, I don't know if you can see where I'm going with this, but here's the thing. So when I need to find an answer within myself, the way that I access it is through somebody else asking me the right question outside of myself. So it's really funny because I have seen this play out in my friendships a lot. And I think some of my friends understand why I'm doing it (laughs) and the others don't where I will keep poking and get them to ask me questions. And then I will say, no, that's not the right question. And I keep trying to get somebody outside of me to ask the right question. Cause as soon as they ask me the right question, the answer becomes available to me. So surrounding myself with people who are very curious and ask really good questions has been pivotal for me in my life. And this is one of the reasons why having mentors has been so helpful for me, because what they do is they ask reflective questions that allow me to pull from my well. But here's the thing. (laughs) I have found that if I don't have a consistent pulling from my well, I get energetically constipated. I get energetically constipated. I literally feel like I'm going to burst and explode. And I have this feeling, which is why I'll like, (laughs) I'll have to have a conversation with a friend or something and have them ask me all these questions to pull things out of me because I need the outlet. Otherwise, I literally just feel like I'm going to explode. But this is also where using Oracle cards is really helpful. This is where asking my guides to ask me questions is really helpful. And with this process of expanding the business in different ways, I realized that so much of my frustration, well, it was coming from a few places. First of all, it was like, I hadn't gotten the question yet that was going to allow me to access what I knew. And it's this feeling like this constant feeling of it's right on the tip of my tongue and I just need somebody to to ask me something that will trigger it. And I was getting really frustrated because it was right there in me. Like I could feel it. I'm like, this is what I need to do. This is what I want to do. But I needed somebody to ask me the right question to pull it out of me. And that's why I was just feeling this, you know, that urge, that feeling that you feel when something is on the tip of your tongue and it's just not coming to you. And similarly, I was feeling almost suffocated by all of these strategies mapped out. And I think that's what's, you know, kind of the the mind fuck of it all to really lean into quad, right? Like there's nothing about me that that really aligns with being structured or, or strategizing. And my my logical br- business brain wants to find safety and security and like, okay, this is, we're going to map it out. So it's very plug and play. And I think that there can be a lot of value in that, but For me as an individual, there's a point at which that can dilute the magic, that can dilute the frequency. And I've seen this with so many areas of of my life and my business. If I have to do something on a certain day at a certain time, I really resist it and I don't want to do it. And if I say I don't have to do anything at any time and it's just free schedule, I'm super creative and it all flows. And I think that this is one of the places where you know, I think about when I first started my business and there was a certain magic to it because I had no rhyme or reason. I, I didn't really think that that was what was going to make me money. It was more just for play. And I had no, uh, no schedule or structure. And then the more that 
I added more pieces to my business and there are more, there are more people involved. Obviously there are certain things where it's like, Hey, we're having calls at this time. Okay. Well, this is, has to be delivered at this time so that this person can do X, Y, Z, right. They're just more moving pieces. And so it's definitely been that balancing act to figure out, okay, how do I do my thing? And then also make sure that it's working out for everybody else. And then it leads into, well, the idea is if it's in alignment for me, it's going to be in alignment for everyone, for everyone else too. And that really gets put to the test. And I think about this book and it's brought up so much for me. One of the things is I feel this like responsibility to really do this book justice in the sense of it was a gift for this to be channeled through me. It was, it was a gift to be channeled through me. And I know that it was channeled through me for a reason. And I want to make sure that this information is shared with the people who want it and the people who need it. And I, and I, I really want to, you know, step up to the plate and, and do it justice because there's a reason this book came through me. And so I, I kind of feel that pressure on, on myself about making sure, you know, I'm just like, I want to do the guides <laughs> proud. <laughs> like, and, uh, so in my head, I'm like, okay, let's, let's, let's do this thing. Like I, I logistically know the steps to, to really do it. Right. And I, I have the privilege of having a lot of connections to people who have sold and and marketed huge best-selling books that everybody knows and learning from them. And I have access to all of this information and I have all of the information. And then it's kind of a mindfuck to consciously choose, uh, you know what, all of this strategy and structure just isn't going to align with the flow. And so I'm just not going to do it. And let's just plan on this working out. And so that's what my monkey mind says. But then my intuition and my body says, well, if this doesn't feel good the whole way through, it's just not going to work, right? If this is going to be created through me, it's going to feel good to to be created through me and to be shared through me and for for me to share this information. And so th- that's been kind of the whole process, like the energetic, emotional thought process for me in the last few weeks as I've been kind of sorting through all of the marketing ideas and, and the strategy and the structure. And I'm somebody that really believes in the balance of masculine and feminine energy, but then that gets individualized you know, depending on the person. And for me, I'm a full quad, right? So what does it look like for me to truly just, truly just live in response? And that's something that's been coming up a lot for me as a generator, like truly living in response and how many of us actually, actually just live in response. And when I have the feeling of, I don't really want to do anything or want to say anything and just want to be here being comfortable with just literally not doing anything and waiting to respond. And to be honest, I feel like this is one of the reasons why Instagram has pissed me off recently because I've always loved Instagram because of the interaction. And I like feed off of that, like responding, like res- responding to people and having conversations and, and feeling the community. And, and that gives me so much inspiration. And since things have gotten really shadow banned and blocked, I've noticed that I get frustrated because it's, it felt like it was harder for me to live in response because I wasn't getting as much to respond to. So obviously just adjusting so that I'm still responding. It's just a pivot, right? It's not like I actually can't respond. <laughs> What's for me will will come. But I realized that was part of 
my frustration. And for me, when I feel frustration specifically, it's like, okay, what about this is frustrating me? As we get into fall, winter, it is extra important to support that immune system. And this is one of the many reasons why I am in love with Paleo Valley's Essential C Complex. I always go to Paleo Valley for supplements when I can first because all of their products are made from only organic whole foods. They're all gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, dairy-free, and non-GMO. And I'm very picky when it comes to supplements because most supplement companies have sketchy ingredients that they stick into the capsules and most people have no idea. Paleo Valley's quality is top notch and you notice a difference in the effects. If you're not noticing a difference from your supplements, then it could be the quality. But I absolutely love their Essential C Complex for my daily vitamin C. It has been third-party lab tested as the most powerful 100% natural vitamin C product on the planet. It has three of the most concentrated natural sources of vitamin C, Amla berry, camu camu berry, and unripe acerola cherry. And I love that it contains the entire spectrum of vitamin C with absolutely no synthetic vitamin C. A lot of other vitamin C supplements out there are derived from GMO corn and only contain a fraction of the vitamin ascorbic acid. The Essential C Complex is great not only for boosting the immune system, but also for reducing fatigue, naturally boosting energy, regulating cortisol, and great for glowing skin. Some of my other must-have Paleo Valley products are their Apple Cider Vinegar Complex, which is incredible for naturally stabilizing blood sugar. I actually struggled a lot with my blood sugar balance for years in apple cider vinegar was so helpful for me in naturally balancing that out. And what I love about the apple cider vinegar complex from Paleo Valley is that I get all of the benefits, but I don't have to deal with any negative effects on my teeth from apple cider vinegar, not in the capsule. It's great also for controlling cravings, especially sugar cravings and supporting digestion. I also love, love, love their turmeric complex. I think their turmeric complex is something that everybody should have on hand if you can, because it's just great to have in your supplement cabinet if you have any type of inflammation from you know body pain, joint pain, if you have autoimmune. If I ever get a zit, I also will take this and it helps remove that inflammation. It's also great for supporting immune health, brain health, and cardiovascular health. And this is the most absorbable turmeric that I've ever used. Those are some of my absolute favorite Paleo Valley products that I truly cannot live without. So if you want to try out any of those or check out any of Paleo Valley's other products, you can head to paleovalley.com and my code Christina15 will get you 15% off. Again, that is paleovalley.com, P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y.com and that code Christina15, which is C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, one five will get you 15% off. It's funny because I feel like so much of this has aligned with being a two, four, that, that fourth line all about my network and how so much of like in that description that I read, there's more on that website, but as she's saying that so much of a quad rights life and experience is based on the quality of questions that people are asking. And so much of this is who, who are you around? Who's asking good questions? And I feel like that very much overlaps with, with my need to to uh, make sure that my network around me feels very aligned, pruning that, nurturing that, and noticing a completely different level of inspiration depending on who's around me, my friends, my colleagues, and then the types of questions that are being asked. And it's really funny because I feel this so viscerally on podcasts. Like I always make a point 
when there's a really good interview, I will try and give as much extra praise as I can. And I'll say that that was such a great interview, ask such great questions because I can literally feel that the quality of the interview, I mean, this is true for everybody, but it's almost like, oh man, it's a different level when you're quad right. It's like, you don't even know, you don't even know what you know until someone asks. So when somebody asks something that I didn't even know I knew, that's what's very exciting. So here's what I'll say. If you are a generator and you're feeling frustrated or whatever energy type you are, and you are feeling your not self theme, if you're feeling bitterness, if you're feeling angry, whatever it is, I would very much pay attention to that. I would invite you to pay attention to that and ask why, like, what is it about this situation? And for me, it was like a huge breakthrough to realize I was feeling frustrated because I was starting to get on the path of tying myself into a strategy and a structure for the next however many months, year, (laughs) the next year beyond that. And my whole body was saying, no, absolutely not. Like, absolutely not. And I was spending so much time, like I could feel my body was wrong. It It was wrong for me. It wasn't aligned for me. And I kept thinking, like, this just isn't the right approach. So what is the right approach? And I kept, I was getting really frustrated thinking, what is the right approach? I can't figure it out. I'm getting just really annoyed. And I had, I had a talk with one of my friends last night about, about a lot of things. And she was like, I can tell you're so frustrated. And I said, I know. Cause I just feel like it's right here. It's like right within me and it's not coming out. And I, this just isn't the right strategy. And I can't figure out what is the right strategy. And then it was like this aha moment of something I already knew about myself, but <laughs> like didn't realize. Right. And I realized this morning, I was like, well, because I, I tuned into it and I was like, you guys, what the hell? Like, I'm so frustrated. Why aren't you showing me what to do with this? And they were like, um, it's in your chart. And I look at my chart and I go back to, they're like, look at the quad right thing again. So I look at the quad right thing and they're like, the whole point is there isn't supposed to be a strategy, right? <laughs> like, wait, where's this one line? It literally says no strategy in their intelligence, right? Personality. Mind is not for focusing. Focusing is a horror for them. Be strategic. Remember, we have a plan. Do this, do that is a horror for them. It's torture. (laughs) I mean, how great is that? I'll bring it back to this quote. I know I said this earlier, but I just love it. Rightness is like driving a car on LSD. If you think about it, you crash. If you just look out the window, you get wherever you're going. (laughs) I mean, like, if that doesn't describe my life, I don't know what does. And whenever I stray from that, I mean, this is part of the deep conditioning. And it's it's really funny because like when I've talked to my boyfriend about this, he always says, he's like, it's really strange because I feel like you've always lived like, like you're a quad left and you've done really, really well like that. And so what would it be like for you to actually lean into how you're designed? And I'm like, I know that's wild. And it's interesting because I have, you know, this whole part of my personality that is so strategic and structured and focused and getting shit done. And that has served me well in a lot of ways. It's not bad, but it's just a total, I mean, again, mind fuck. (laughs) I look at my chart and I'm like, I'm supposed to like just float around and respond, you know? So it's, it's just funny because it keeps coming up. Right. And we'll see how long for me to actually fully implement it. But I think that's part of the experimentation with human design that I love so much. And it can be a process to implement. And, you know, I realize all of the places that my brain goes the opposite way. So I, I want to return to this question of when somebody 
Gina in uh, the community forum said, it's been so fun to hear about what being quad right in human design has meant for your business. So I wonder how might someone navigate starting a business with, with three plus right arrows as compared to adjusting an already stable one, any tips? I want to bring this to some, some more like tangible things. And I think that if you're starting a business, if you're starting off already really trying to align the energy of your business with what feels like the most aligned flow for you as an individual, you're already off to a right start because I just think that it can be, it's not that it's impossible. It's totally doable. I just think it's always easier when we start something to be in the pattern that we want to, or I guess lack thereof pattern that we want to continue it in rather than trying to switch halfway through. I mean, this is the same with relationships, right? Patterns in relationships can absolutely change if both people are are willing to to adjust. However, it's definitely easier to shift relationship patterns when you're starting off with a new relationship and just set it off in the tone that you want the whole relationship to be in than have an ingrained pattern for a long time and then try and shift it, right? This is what happens with people who are married for a long time or dating for a long time. And suddenly the person is like, well, this has been going on for eight months or five years. And how do I change it? it you know, it's, it can feel like a little more difficult to, to make the adjustment when patterns are so deeply ingrained. Totally doable still, but it's always easier when you're getting started in the energy you want to. And so what I would say is, you know, looking into what each of those right arrows mean, because the different placements mean different things. Again, that's, that's in the channel collective form as well. But, and just really leaning into that. And so for me as a quad, right, I think about with, with how I carry out my day and something that I really try and implement. And I think this is great for everybody, honestly, whether or not you're a quad, right, but just to be more adaptive energetically and to be more open to opportunities is really keeping the energy of newness in in my environment, around me, in my schedule. So if I have the same morning routine every day, that just doesn't work for me. That's a very quad right thing. And so I I like to do similar things in the morning, but I'll switch up the order or even I'll wake up at different times. I don't do well if I'm waking up at the same exact time every single day, but I will try out different things and I'll go through periods where I switch up my morning routine. So in the morning, I always like to move. I always like to learn. I always like to reflect. I always like to talk to my guides and do my protection and all of that. So I have similar things that are really core for me in the morning, but sometimes I will do them in a different order or I'll do different type. Like I like to change up my exercise a lot. I, I don't like to do the same thing. I don't like to follow any rigid structure. The The way I journal, I switch up a lot. I also like to go on a walk in the morning usually. Sometimes instead of the walk, I'll do more of a workout. Sometimes I'll like switch the order. Sometimes I do both. But whenever I go on a walk, I will try and walk in a different direction or go a different route just to keep that energy of newness, just to keep things being different. In the morning, switching up my all my beverages, all my drinks, um, which actually I'll just make a note of this in case this applies to anybody else. I'm like, literally, I mean, I guess I'm not, I mean, I'm not actually surprised, but it's so interesting to me how so many people in my community are two fours, quad rights, cold thirst. Like how legit is that? But one of the things that was on this description of the quad right, it says the quad right needs correct dietary regimen, which I mean, don't we all right <laughs> for them? But I feel like my body is especially 
affected by my dietary regimen. Like I, I have to be a lot stricter with it than to, to feel my best than other cold thirst people. So yeah, back to all my drinks. <laughs> all my drinks. But I will switch it up. I'll make different types of smoothies. I will have different flavors of things. Just try and do different things all the time. I'll use different pens for essential oils. I'll try and diffuse different combinations. I have also noticed a huge difference with dressing differently. I used to have I used to wear a lot of the same things again and again and again. And as I have expanded my wardrobe, the more I changed my outfit, I noticed a huge difference in my in my energy, how I'm feeling, my inspiration, um, listening to different binaural beats, changing my environment. I kind of hop around throughout the day. I have, I mean, I have two different desks in my office. I have a desk in the spare bedroom. I will work outside. I'll work on the couch. Sometimes I work at the dining room table. Like I'm, I'm just hopping around all over the place. So anywhere where I can do something different, something in a different order, a different version of what I like to do, I always try and make those shifts and it makes a huge, a huge impact on my mood, my inspiration, and just being adaptable in, in general, when you're used to that, that vibration, when you're used to newness, when we get really comfortable and this can be in small ways, it's, it's harder for us to, to be open to change. And people ask me all the time. I mean, <laughs> if you've been listening to this for a, for a while, you've probably seen me make quite a few drastic changes, like very quickly, like overnight. And part of my comfortability with that, not that that never brings up things for me, but I'm like, okay, we're still going to do it is because I like to switch up little things all the time. And I've noticed that anytime I get in a routine, I just feel like sluggish. I feel bloated. I feel tired. And with the strategy piece in business, I would think about how can I really optimize flow, right? So what I like to do is I have a list of things that that I want to get done, but I will let myself be intuitively guided to when during the day they're getting done or how they're getting done. What I actually prefer to do is make a list for my week. And then each day I'll pick what I feel like doing that day. And so anytime, if I feel like, oh, I do not want to do this, I, 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 I don't, right? So it's really letting yourself follow the flow rather than structuring it all out. And if you lean more quad right, you might feel like if you time block everything and this is what I'm doing this and this is what I'm doing that, it might feel a little suffocating. That's how I felt. I think also with client sessions, for me, when I was booked out really, really far in advance in my business, if you have a service-based business like that, it was so stressful. I felt, I mean, I felt awful. My physical body was responding. And so if you do something where you offer sessions, either booking things that are closer to when you're going to have them, or even, you know, like for me, I really wanted to get to this place where I didn't have anything booked in advance. And then if I have an opening, I'll just say, Hey, there's an opening this week sign up if you want it. Because if I plan too far in advance, then I get there and I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I really have to honor my flow. I really have to honor if I want to do it or not. And especially when it's involving somebody else, like if I'm dreading showing up to it, that's my intuition being like, no, this isn't the right time. And sometimes it's just a no for whatever the opportunity is, but sometimes it's just about the timing. And that's also part of my chart too, just rhythms and timing. And I know that I'm just naturally kind of good with that. So I listen to that. But I feel like just like really 
letting yourself live in response and asking yourself, how can I always be in response? So for, for me, like as a quad, right, the more, the more you do focused on Q and a, right. So what have people been asking you? How can you ask people to ask you questions? What can you respond to rather than just wake up and say, oh, I should do this. Oh, this makes sense. So it's really getting out of the thought process of what's going to make sense for me to post or do versus what do I, what do I truly feel inspired to talk about right now? And if you don't feel inspired, can you be okay with just not doing anything? I would also say multitasking (laughs) actually. So especially if you're looking to learn something like if I am sitting down and, and I, I love to learn. I love to take courses. I, I love to learn about all kinds of random shit. It's just how I've always been. I, uh, I relate to all of, all of you first lines, you investigators. <laughs> um, but I always noticed, and I had this in school where I would go to school and I would like take notes and I had literally no idea what I was writing down. I had no idea what was being talked about. And I would come home from school every day and be like, what the fuck did I learn? Like, <laughs> like I don't remember a single thing I learned. I, and I, I felt like I had, I honestly thought I had a, like a learning disability or an issue because it was like, it genuinely went in one ear and out the other. And I really screwed with my head. Cause I mean, I was a great student. I was like, you know, that annoying kid that everybody hated. Cause I never got an A minus in my life. And Everybody thought school came easy to me, but it was very difficult for me. It was very difficult for me. I worked really, really hard and I always just knew. And I got to a point, I mean, it it took me probably like halfway through high school to just surrender to this, but I hit a point where I just surrendered to it. And I was like, you know what? I'm just never going to learn anything while I'm at school. I can only learn when I am I can only learn when I'm by myself because what I would do is I'd go to school, I'd take all these notes, I'd be so present, I'd be, you know, like little Hermione Granger, like overly annoyingly present and asking questions. And everything that I learned at school, I didn't remember anything. Like nothing was sticking. And if I tried to do the thing where I would study a little bit every night, like, or work on something a little bit every night, it never worked. And my best study technique was always just binging, like, like binge learning all of the content the night before. Cause I was like, I just need to hold it in my brain until the next day. But what was weird is on tests, there would be things that I didn't I didn't study and I just, I just knew the answer. I didn't know how I knew, but what I would do at school is I would still show up, you know, and I just kind of surrendered to it. And then I would learn all of the material I needed, like the night before the test, I would just wait until I needed to. And then I would learn it on my own. And I, I realized I can't learn if there's anything around me. So this is another work tip as well. If there's something that I really need to focus on, I, there cannot be any distractions. There cannot be any distractions because I'm taking in all of the information all at once. And so that was part of the issue in school because I was, you know, trying to learn this information, but the way my brain works, I'm taking it in, but it feels like I'm not taking it in, but I'm also observing everything around me. So I'm seeing this kid over here, you know, throwing a spitball at this person. I'm hearing this conversation 10 rows back behind me with this girl and this other this other girl and they're talking about so-and-so and I'm like taking in everything around me and it's very distracting. And to this day, you know, even if somebody is, they're like, oh, do you want to work together? I cannot co-work. I just can't. I just, it doesn't work well for me. But at the same time, it's trusting that I am internalizing what I need to internalize. So to bring it back to, you know, if I, if I want to learn something, I will turn it on in the background and I'll have it going, but I'll do something else, whether that is going on a walk or 
folding laundry or some cleaning or like other tasks. And I might in the moment feel like I'm not listening to any of this, but the life of a quad right is continuously feeling like you just listen to something or read something or learn something. You're like, I don't, I don't think I, I don't think I processed a single thing that happened. And I used to just keep rereading like, Oh, I can't believe I read this page 20 times and I didn't process it. Like I would get so frustrated with myself. And now I've just learned, like I am processing it. I just don't think I am. And I actually process better when I (laughs) don't try to focus on it because, you know, according to this quad right facts, website on the internet it's it says it says that my brain will basically explode if I focus on it <laughs> and we should believe everything we read on the internet no I'm just kidding but I hope I hope you get my my vibe my humor but really though so I've learned okay let's not make my I'm not gonna make myself wrong for it that's just how I best learn and it's true because I could listen to a podcast and be doing 500 other things and at the end, you know, it ends and I'm like, crap, I wanted to listen to that. But if somebody asked me a question related to the podcast, I'd probably be able to tell you exactly what they said. And I would have no freaking idea. So I would say, let yourself multitask. If you, if you feel that urge and if you really need to be focused and present, it can help a lot just to make sure that there are no distractions, like whatever, whatever that feels like for you. But if I have the TV on in the background and I need to be focused on something, it's just it's just not going to work. And I would say overall, like, don't get caught up in the strategy or structure of it. So if you're stressed out about the strategy and the structure, and I would say, you know, especially if you're starting to build a business, you're probably consuming a lot of business content. And a lot of it can feel very overwhelming in the sense of feeling like you have to do this type of strategy or this is what's going to work. And it could feel like a lot of pressure to, to build your business in that way. And I'll just remind you that you don't have to build your business that way. There are so many different ways to build a business. And, and just because there's a piece of information out there on the internet doesn't mean it has to be for you, right? Including things that, that I say as well, because different things work for different people. And there are some people who are quad left and they really thrive off of that focus, off of that strategy, off of that structure. And, and that's what really works for them. But if, if you're quad right or lean really right with your arrows in, in human design, that might not really, really work for you. And this is the fun stuff. I think with business is really finding that, that workflow that is super aligned for the individual person because everybody's business is so different. And how I'm going to build my business as a quad right is going to be really different than somebody who isn't. And that's where I really had to check myself and be like, but does this work for me? Because anytime I have a strategy, I always feel frustrated. And, <laughs> and I used to just think, and I used to think it was because it was the wrong strategy. And now I'm like, just because there is a strategy. So let's let that go. So I feel like starting off the bat, just practicing following your strategy and your authority, whatever those are. So for me, that is my sacral response that is responding. And literally every single day is exciting. And, and for me, just intuitively, that's what I like anyway. Like I would rather get on a YouTube live and have no idea what I'm about to talk about and just channel it and see what comes up. And that's more exciting for me. And if I'm excited about it, that energy is probably going to come through. And I feel like it really, it really 
calls for next level trust to really just let yourself show up. And I think that sometimes we can over plan because we're trying to over control or it's this security blanket, it's a safety blanket. I know for me that definitely like if I strategize something, it, it makes me feel like, okay, here's the strategy. So I know it's going to work, but that's not how I built. And the strategy actually doesn't even always work. It's not going to work if it's not in alignment for me or what I want to create. So what would it look like to just let yourself flow and to let yourself really follow your strategy and authority every single day and not lock yourself into routine or consistency with any single thing? So those are some things I would think about if you are building a business from quad, right? And I would just get started with that and don't get caught up in all the structure. For example, in No BS Biz School, if you're going through that, then I offer a lot of templates and examples of, of structure. And so what if you just took like the content, the information, but didn't put it into that, into that structure, if that makes sense. So for example, maybe something like a content calendar would feel really restrictive for you. I know it does for me, but for other people that is a really, really powerful anchor, right? So there's like a content structure in biz school, but maybe you don't want to follow it like that. Maybe you like to take the information about the different types of posts and and writing magnetic copy. You're taking that information, but you're not putting it into a, a strict structure. And instead you're just waking up and being like, what what feels good for me? What what question can I respond to? What what thing in my environment can I respond to? How can I let my external environment inspire me? What is my authority leading me toward. For me, I feel like it's really interesting this idea of, I mean, on this website about the quad rights, it says quad rights are a resource. And I feel like that is really shifting in terms of perspective to think, okay, if I'm a resource, if I'm this well of information and people just have to pull from it, okay, how do I position myself within my business so that the natural flow of the business is for people to pull from the well? And with that, it is curating a community where the the most aligned people are going to pull from the well, right? So when I have really inquisitive people in my community, they ask really great questions. You guys ask really great, great questions and that pulls out really juicy information. So those are some things to think about. And what I'll also say, this is really interesting. So I have like a human design chart for for my business. So I used the the information on when I started my LLC for this human design chart. And <laughs> I just feel like it so aligns. And what's funny is my, it's not, it's not a full quad, right? But my business human design chart has just one left arrow and it has three right arrows. So that's really funny. It's, it's, it's a generator. It's a sacral generator, just like me. And it's a three, five, the great life experimenter. So, I mean, isn't that right on track with, with me? I feel like my business is such a three, five. Yet I am a two four incarnation cross right angle cross of tension <laughs> and environment valleys places where people can make connections and enjoy connection that is so aligned with I feel like the energy of my business so that's something that's cool too if you know the information of when your business was was actually formed looking at the energy of that itself so I think I'll wrap up there for today I hope that this this update on quad right explorations and some insight into building a business as a quad right is interesting. Here's the thing when, if, especially if you're a quad right, just 
know that what's going to work for you is not going to be what is working for most other people in the mainstream. So that's helpful in itself of you don't need to get so caught up in what everybody else is doing because it is truly, truly honoring your unique flow and kind of letting yourself have no rhyme or reason that is going to really expand you. And that is where the magic happens. So I think just knowing that, honoring that, surrendering to it opens up so many doors. So if this was helpful for you, definitely let me know. And if you have more questions about human design, human design and business, then uh, let me know what's interesting for you or any specific scenarios for you as well. I'm talking about this more from from my perspective because, you know, it's me, but I help a lot of my clients with this in business. So all different energy types and profiles and all that fun stuff. I'm just anchoring into to my own chart to share some experiences. But, you know, if you have any other questions around this or any other topics for us to explore, definitely let me know. And I love to hear about your experiences as well, building aligned businesses in in your own way this is something that i cover in nobs biz school too so you can check that out if you are if you are a new entrepreneur looking to build your business i cover human design in business specifically there and so all of that information is at bit.ly slash nobsbizschool as always all right well we're gonna wrap up there if you enjoyed this take a screenshot share it to social tag me at christina the channel so i can repost you always means the world And thanks again for tuning in. Have an amazing rest of your day and I will chat with you again next episode.